0: Previously on Barefoot Boys, the semi-final of the 1911 IFA shield between Mohan Bagan and 1st Middlesex Regiment of Dumdum, Dam. The score read 1-1. The match was a tie. So, a replay. But thankfully, a new referee, H.G. Puller. The morning dawned. Again, thousands of Bengalis filled the stand. Again, millions of hopes were pinned to 11 boys. But this time, rain reared its head again. And a muddy, slishy, sloshy, slippery field was once again at Mohan Bagan's disposal. And predictably, the Barefoot Boys slished and sloshed and slipped from the very first minute. From Luminary, this is Barefoot Boys, a podcast about an Indian football team that went toe-to-toe with the British... And against all odds, emerged as a national symbol. A symbol that told a country fighting for independence, we can win. I'm Konkona Sen Sharma.
2: Welcome to day two of the semi-final. Middlesex taking full advantage and dominating these early exchanges.
0: Mohun Bagan defended, and just barely, for the majority of the first half.
2: Hiralal has been busy, but Bhuti, Hiralal, Rajan and Mamahan have supported him well.
0: At the other end, whenever Kanu took shots, Piggur blocked them.
2: Abilash slips past Eden and lashes onto a pass by Shibdas. Habul Sarkar joins the fray. Habul Sarkar,
0: ace striker,
2: master dribbler.
0: Like most of the other players, he had a day job. He worked as a clerk in the licensing department of the Calcutta Municipal Corporation. Habul was from the Maniktala area of Calcutta. Does the name ring a bell? Yes, Maniktala was the same neighbourhood as the garden house headquarters of the Onushilan Shomiti. Could Habul have known then what was happening in his para, his neighbourhood? How secret were the secret operations of the Onishi Ilan Shomiti? Here's Professor Shogota Bhaduri of Jawaharlal Nehru University. I I would be very surprised if uh, people in the locality would not have known that this is the the general meeting place of such prominent figures like Aurobindo Ghosh and Barin Ghosh, etc. and all the revolutionaries. So I I don't think it would have been that much of a secret hideout, at least to the uh, local population. It gives me a little shiver to think of the number of crossroads that people confronted at the time. Go left, football player. Go right, revolutionary. <sighs> okay, that's enough of that. Back
2: to the match. apilash slips past Eden and lashes onto a pass by Shibdas. Hubble Sarkar joins the fray. And with a few minutes left for half-time, this will be a terrible time to concede for Middlesex. Sergeant Piggott jumps over the ball and, oh, he misses it. Oh, dear, Eden slips to cover his keeper.
0: Obilash Ghosh lost his footing. His foot landed on Piggott's forehead and it was a bloody mess.
2: Piggott seems to be bleeding profusely. One of his eyes is wrapped and covered with a bandage. Doctors patched him up as he lay there unconscious.
0: Piggott played the rest of the match with a concussion and Middlesex just imploded.
2: Shiptas, Bijoydas, and Hubble are now playing through the middle of the pitch. Last 10 minutes. Back with the ball, Shiptas cleverly evades the last two Middlesex defenders, passes it to Hubble, who kicks it, and oh! My word.
0: With the Middlesex resistance broken, the dying minutes of the match were a mere formality. The second goal came immediately
2: after the first. And the ball is stolen from Middlesex. Shiptas is again at the end of it. But this time he's going for it alone and he's sprinting to the goal. He lets loose on 2-0 to Mohan Bagan.
0: If that wasn't enough, in the final moments, Tyndale, the Middlesex right-back, conceded a free kick. Kano stepped up to take the set-piece.
2: Jitendranath Roy steps with minutes to go. Will this be another nail in the Middlesex coffin? Revenge against Middlesex for their very unusual goal from the first day? Let's find out. He's moving down the right. Oh, he takes a sharp turn and let's go and he slots it in. Another match, another Kanu moment. 3-0 and Bagan have destroyed Middlesex in the second half. They have done the unthinkable. No Indian team has reached the final before. The crowds are overjoyed. You could probably hear them in London.
0: This is Dr. Koshik Bondapadha again. And... One of the themes of conversation, uh, in every everywhere in, in the tram cars, in offices, uh, uh in, in the public spaces, uh, that where, where the Bengali babus, Bengali people congregated most was the route of the king's soldiers in boots and shoes by barefooted Bengali lads. So it was a moment of great, okay, great joy. It was a moment of a kind of reaching an apex feeling about beating the masters in their own game and providing a reverse seat to the uh, British who always considered themselves to be invincible. The rout of the booted king soldiers by barefooted Bengali lads. Such a gratifying moment. Soon to be followed by another. The 1911 IFA Shield Final. Calcutta football ground. Mohanbagan versus East Yorkshire Regiment. It's what makes the story so far a journey. All the wins, losses, slips and slides, all the killings, the protests, all the thoughts, the hopes, the whispered, undreamt dreams, finally found a focus, a target. 29th July, 1911. The massive carnival that I began this story with. So let's go through the start once more, and maybe this time it'll hit you differently. Thousands of people had travelled to Calcutta that day. They came from everywhere. From Patna, from Dhaka, from Assam. Special trains were pressed into service. Steamer services were arranged to bring in people from rural Bengal. The city had never witnessed a spectacle of this kind. The city's iconic trams were struggling to go. The mess bodies or boarding houses were well over capacity, but people still poured in. One of the attendees, Hemendra Kumar Roy, left us with a description that I thoroughly enjoyed the first time I read it. But when I reached the ground that day, I saw 15, 20 ranks of human wall, followed by small, medium and large platforms, each with countless people.
2: Truth be told, I welled up. Am I going to miss the game on this day of days? Such is my luck. As I looked towards Eden Gardens,
0: an idea flashed in my mind. I ran towards it. But I was not the first. People were hanging like bats from every tree that could be climbed. Just then, I met a friend. He managed to get hold of a tall ladder from the garden authorities. That helped us climb the steep part of a very long, difficult and hence unoccupied deodar tree. After reaching the top, grabbing hold of some leaves and branches, we saw the ground laid out in front of our eyes like a picture. But as you can probably imagine, a lot of them were not fortunate enough to have a good view of the pitch. For them, the broadcasting team announced that they would fly kites whenever goals were scored. Black kite? Yorks? Green kite? Bagan? Not a single person in the city's business district was in any mood to work. Street corners bustled with discussions, tea shops thronged with animated debates, and if you listen closely, everyone had only one thing on their minds – Will Mohunbagan win the IFE Shield tournament? But for the Barefoot Boys, the 29th of July started somewhat differently.
1: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
2: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
1: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
0: Sunlight had just hit Kalighat. The stalls outside the Natamundir were silent, yet to open their doors. The face of the deity from Natamundir is visible even today. Our twelve men, dressed in the iconic maroon and green jerseys, stood on the banks of the Adi Ganga. The water was tranquil. The mariners waded in, stayed there a while, each lost in his own thoughts. After drying off in the Haldar house, they meditated at the Gorbugrihu, the dimly lit altar of the Kali temple. Was all this routine prep? Well, no. Bagan was nervous, more than normal, and they weren't taking any chances. Come on, any team would have been anxious before playing against East Yorkshire. Firstly, their goalkeeper, Peter Cracy was an outright legend, second only to Middlesex's Sergeant Piggott. They were led by a brilliant captain, centre-half and goal scorer, Sergeant Jackson, and to top it all, Birch, Kluklas and Haywood were outstanding attackers-in-chief and they had the numbers to show for it. They had scored 13 goals in five matches of
2: this tournament. Welcome to the final match of the 1911 Indian Football Association Shield. We have Mohan Bagan at the end of a wonderful journey in the tournament thus
0: far. Match time beckoned.
2: The referee, HG Puller, summons both teams onto the field. Mohan Bagan enters in their bright green and red.
0: East Yorkshire, winning the toss, chose a side. At 5.30pm, Obhilash Ghosh headed
2: to the centre spot for the kick-off. Mohan Bagan are in fine form. The Baduri brothers, Shibdas and Baijoydas, are running circles around the East Yorkshire defence at the moment. They keep swapping positions to avoid the man market.
0: The large crowd behind the East Yorkshire goal egged the Mariners on, but despite all efforts, the game was tied at 0-0 at the half-time mark.
2: One half is all that remains in the 1911 IFA Shield final.
0: Almost immediately, East Yorkshire upped the ante, literally marching towards the Bagan goal. They got a corner kick. The green and maroon goal wasn't breached,
2: but... Ruchendra Sengupta central defender has conceded a foul. The free kick is in dangerous territory. Up steps Jackson, the captain of the East Yorkshire Regiment. He swings it. Oh, an excellent free kick.
0: At 6.15pm, a black kite went up in the Calcutta sky. Hiralal had been thwarted. The crowd fell silent. Was this the beginning of the end?
2: British army men, replica shields in hand, celebrate with joy.
0: Bagan's play dipped. Jackson and his men kept hogging the ball. More shots were taken at the Bagan goal. Hiralal saved some, the ones he missed thankfully missed the goal. But Shibdas Bhaduri had not come all this way to lose in the final.
2: Shibdas dribbles past Whitney, beats Scully, now Martin as well. The entire Middlesex defense is now behind Shibdas. But his position is not very favourable. If he waits to get a better angle, he may lose his moment. Will he shoot? Will he make that angle? And he did. By Jove! Astonishing. Simply astounding. This time, the green kite takes to the sky. And the stadium has awakened from its slumber. The whistles and tin drums have gone off. There is not a soul in the ground that is not dumbfounded by what has just happened. One of them being Yorkshire Keeper Cracy, I'm sure. Oh, he's walking towards Shibdas, wonder what's going on there. Looks like he's shaking the Pagan captain's hand, well that's good of him.
0: Yes, Peter Cracy, the wall that would not crumble, walked up to Shibdas Bhaduri, shook his hand and told him what a wonderful goal that was. I tell you that goes a long way in soothing the injustice from the last match. The game was now tied. Level footing. Eight minutes remained. The East Yorks realized the danger. They withdrew their forwards into a deeper position. Three
2: minutes remained. Manmaham Mukherjee has the ball down the right. He sprints forward and centres it to Shibdas who passes it to Brother Bijodas. The older Badori passes to Hubble Sarkar. The ball switches flanks and Karnu Roy receives the ball.
0: Two minutes remained.
2: Karnu plays a long cross to Shibdas. The captain still has two defenders to beat. Shipdas dribbles past them like a dancer. And oh, what's this? Abilash goes, storms his way up the field. Will Shibdas Baduru see him?
0: One minute remaining.
2: Yes, he sees him. He passes to Abilash. A perfect pass, not an inch here or there. Ghosh meets the ball head first, strikes it ferociously.
0: Another green guy. 20 seconds remain.
2: Jitendra Nath Roy rushes back to help in defence, but referee Puller has his eye on the time.
0: There was a moment's silence as the whistle cut through the clamour. And then the stadium just went mad. Ghanin Mulli could not believe his eyes. He rushed back home, sat at his table and with trembling hands started scribbling in his notepad.
2: The scene that followed was beyond description. Hats, handkerchiefs, umbrellas and sticks were waved and the tremendous cheering shook heaven and earth. It was as if the whole population had gone mad and to compare it with anything would be to minimise the effect. There were great rejoicings in the students' messes in all parts of the city. In some places where the inmates returned rather early, there was illumination. Everywhere the streets were thronged with crowds all mad with excitement. Shouts of hurrahs echoed and re-echoed from all parts of the town. The enthusiasm was universal. Young children became overjoyed to see the beaming appearance of their elders without realizing what the matter was.
0: It was a victory considered to be of both the Hindus and Muslims. It was a Bengali victory. It was an Indian victory. Next on Barefoot Boys, what happens when dreams come true? Bagan's victory affected every single aspect of Indian life and made every Indian feel like they were part of this win. Barefoot Boys is a luminary original podcast produced by Rainshine Entertainment and you've been listening to me, Konkona Sen Sharma. Gaurav Vaz is our executive producer, Vivek Madan is our director and script supervisor. Barefoot Boys is based on original research by Shankhudeep Sengupta and Vikram Shah. Our writing team was led by Vivek Madan, Vikram Shah and Archana Nathan. Who wrote these episodes along with Shankhadeep Sen Gupta, Nevin Thomas, Orko Bhattacharya, and Amal Shins? We recorded the podcast at Island City Studios with Asher Balsara. Sachi Thaksh is our sound designer and audio producer, and Ayandi mixed and mastered these episodes. And most of all, thanks to the Omo Rakadosh, 11 men who did the impossible who taught a country to dream and for a brief moment showed us what freedom felt like long before we were free.